a spirit is nothing more than a person without a body. So they have to have a body to inhabit. You know, and they come from somewhere that you can't see. And the spirit world is real, more real than people can imagine. They have to have a flesh to fulfill their perverted, wicked, nefarious perversities of life. Everybody's looking for their spiritual guide. Everybody's trying to connect with the spiritual realm. While at the same time, the church simply says miracles don't exist. Angels don't exist. Demons don't exist. My friend, something is wrong. The number one demon that needs to be cast out of the church is the demon of religion. You're sleeping with somebody outside of marriage. You're lusting. You're watching porn. You're beating your wife when nobody's looking. You come to church looking all great and stuff, walking around, but you were just out there yelling at your wife, calling her a B word and all that stuff. And some of you, no offense, but you're in here now. And you ain't manifested yet because you refuse to repent and lose your dignity. He's raising up ministries that's going to kick the door in and tell the devil, let my people go. Redemption and salvation is for the lost. Deliverance is to set the captives free. Deliverance is for the people of God. Deliverance is for the church. I thought I was clairvoyant. I did tarot cards. I'm talking the new age thing. I had psychic friends. I thought it was psychic. I'm here to call this culture to Jesus Christ and cast out demons. Because these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the live, all the way live, chop show here 
House Party presents the limited edition of Can You Hear Me Now? Man, I hope you're ready for an awesome show, man. It's going to be awesome today. Nothing but packed, packed material today. No flow. How you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. Oh, yeah, man. Right now, you are tuned in with the one and only. <laughs> we are tuned in, too. Hey. With your one and only DJ Blue. I hope in God instead of busting case, I'ma show another way. I'ma be that motivation. What you gonna be? Be that motivation. Hard work, dedication, and be that motivation. I'ma be that motivation. Hey, let them talk, let them hate. That's right. Come on, get in the ring. Let's do this. We're gonna rise up to the top. No flow. Got the glory. Went the distance. Just a man. We've got the what? We got the same spirit that Jesus had. Now we're gonna be more than conquerors. That's right. And here comes the best part right here. Silence, please. The eye of the tiger. Hey, who sings a song? Uh, 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 the Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> Do you know who sings the song? The Survivor? Yeah, let them sing it. Oh, ah! <laughs> ah! I set you up for that one. Already, man. Already <laughs> giving me all kinds of grief. Man, man. I tell you something. <laughs> it's early in the show. I'm already starting. You're already throwing smoke. <laughs> I really throwing some smoke, absolutely. Hey, listen, oh, man, I tell you, I tell you what, it's gonna be an awesome time here. Listen, listen, everybody, you gotta call in. We got an awesome show coming up for you today. There, we got Pastor Tony Gandula on the show with us today. He's gonna be joining us here in a little bit. So give us a call 833-586-628. Yep. dot com. Amplitude. Absolutely, right? man. Definitely call in. Definitely let us know what's going on. We're going to be speaking about a bunch of topics tonight. If you're listening in on our Friday or Monday re-air, uh, you're definitely going. To, you're definitely in for it. Yeah, listen. You got to give us a. You got to give us a call there. And uh, again, listening to uh, Fridays and Mondays. 
it's going to be an awesome time there. And I tell you what, it is going to be it's going to be really really powerful today. And again, we want to hear your opinions. We want to hear what you've got to say. Listen, even if you don't agree with us, that's fine. Uh, give us you know tell us something that uh, that you want to talk about. Uh, so 833-586-6218. And you know what we got to do right now? What's that? What are we gonna do? What we gotta do? What do we do every every beginning no of every show? Proclaim. We gotta proclaim. We gotta set the boundaries. We gotta let everybody know heaven and hell and everything and everybody in between what we're going to declare and what and what we are going to the the atmosphere that we're gonna set right now in Jesus' name, and that is very simple. We're not. Just to say, we're going to proclaim that Jesus Christ is Lord. When you speak that word, when you declare that word, you are letting everybody know the boundaries that you have created for God to move and do things in your life. So no matter where you are, no matter where you've been, and no matter where you're going, we're going to go ahead and declare that Jesus Christ is Lord. He's Lord over the bad situations. He's Lord over the good situations. He's Lord over every situation. He's Lord whether you're whether you're uh, whether you are sick, whether you're well, whether you are poor, whether you are rich. Jesus Christ is Lord, plain, simple, and period. And so Jesus we're going to go ahead and say, Lord. we're going to say it right now together in Jesus', Jesus name. Jesus, Jesus is, is Lord. There you go. Rocking and rolling. Rocking and rolling already. We're rocking and rolling. Hey, who we got listening to us today there? Right Who's now, on? we definitely have Germany listening in. Germany, much love to you for t- being committed and listening in. We got definitely got England tuned in, listening in. We got, obviously, we got our all-loving Canada listening in. And our wonderful United States, including Las Vegas, Nevada, listening in right now. And, of course, we got to give our regular shout-outs to everybody. Miss Melanie, if you're listening, we haven't heard from you for a while. you got to give us a call. we got to yeah, we gotta... let, us, let us know your ears are tuned in to what we're doing here. You know, there's a few people who who, uh, who have called in before who uh, have let us know that they're tuning in wherever they may be, uh, whether it's here in Vegas or anywhere else. And just give us a call. Let us know you're listening in. Definitely a pleasure to hear from you. Absolutely, and we got to give a shout-out to our regulars, Henry, Lillian, Elijah, Logan, and the rest of the family there. Oh, and by the way, i got to tell you. Yes! 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 Now, I gave Logan, you gave me one of the shirts there uh, for mm-hmm. the, the UMOLV.com uh, shirts. Yeah. My size. And I realized that Logan didn't get one for him, for himself. Okay. So you know what I did? I went ahead and I gave Henry uh, one of those shirts there for for Logan. Now, <laughs> it's going to be a little bit big for him. <laughs> but you know what? It'll make do there, okay? They, uh, baggy shirts, aren't they? Baggy shirts are in, aren't they? Of course they're in. Oh, absolutely. Of course. Definitely. So, yeah. So, uh, wait, so Logan, if you're listening, hey, buddy. You know what? Thanks for being a listener. That's, uh, that's awesome. And, absolutely. And anybody, again, give us a call there. So. What is going to be the baseline for today? Today's baseline, straight up. Trust no man out of Jeremiah 17.5. Trust no man out of Jeremiah 17.5. Now, are we going to be able to go ahead and get this done today? I don't know. That's <laughs> a good we, question. We've been, we've been not been, uh, uh, not been able to go ahead and fulfill uh, the, the baseline there. And it's been, it's, it's been good because... 
because we've had such awesome guests on that we just haven't had the time to go ahead. Well, that, that happens. That happens when you have incredible guests who have a lot to talk about. You know, you, you, you don't want to put perimeters on people who have the spirit flowing through them. Kind of like what happened to Mike G way back in the day. Yeah, Mike G, I'll Mike, tell you what. Mike We're, G made it happen. You know, um, love the man. You know, God bless him out there and uh, out there over there where he lives. And where is he, where, where is he from? He's from, um, where, where is he at right now? He's in India somewhere. In, in India, okay. So much love to, to Mike G. He, he rocks it. He does his thing. He's actually on our station. He has a show called In the Spirit on Tuesday nights at, uh, at 7 p.m. He comes on. Uh, awesome word, awesome man of God. Um, but see, with him, even with him, we didn't have. Uh, this is. Yeah. So, so even even with him there, you know, it was just we didn't have any limitations. We no, didn't. No limitations you know, at all. We had you know. no. Uh, yeah, we didn't put any restrictions there. And by the way, Mike G is going to be back on. Uh, he's going to be joining well, us he, here in a he, couple of weeks. Yeah, he's going to be with us. Uh, but are you ready? Are we ready? I'm ready. I want to introduce you to you, to the one and only, my father's house associate pastor, the one and only, the, the, the one and only, Pastor Tony Gandula. Pastor Tony Gandula in the house, okay? In the house. In, in the house. We're happy to be here. Oh at my the house party. God. At the house party, yes, man. Can you hear me now, man? That's a beautiful thing. Awesome, man. Thank you. Absolutely, man. Thank you for the invitation. I am glad to be a part, and I'm glad to join you tonight for as long as and however long as we can. Absolutely, man. Well, this is the beautiful thing about it. You know, we, we have, we've had a very limited amount of speakers or ministers or pastors and so forth. And Pastor Jose pretty much set the tone for that. Since him, it has been just a wonderful, wonderful experience every week. Um, and obviously, there is no show like a Tony Gandula show. <laughs> it's a one and only. It's a one and only. You're, uh, you know, every show is like yes! a fingerprint here. Yes! Yes! <laughs> uh, it is so true. I am the only the only one because it's, I'm the only one of me that I know, and I'm only one that God made. So yes, I would be the one and only. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> this is the this is your fingerprint show right here. Absolutely. And and I got to tell you that just to let the audience wow. know that I have known I have known Pastor Tony Gandula for almost uh, well, let's see, since 1983, which makes it 40 wow. years. Okay, so, that, so, so that was when dinosaurs walked the earth and cavemen hit pom-poms. Somewhere around there, yeah. That's it was, right. Yeah, it was right before Moses showed up on the scene there, okay? <laughs> Moses uh, just showed up when you guys met. <laughs> you know, absolutely. And I saw and I saw Cameron and I laid eyes on him and I knew the cavemen had walked the earth. That's so oh, my gosh. Oh, dear this Lord. Is, this is great. I love okay. it. Well, listen, just because I got mutton chops for, side, for, for sideburns here, that doesn't mean that I'm a caveman. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you look like mutton, one mutton, mutton chops, mutton chops, mutton chops are from a long, that's what? from a long time ago, Cameron. That's like for way, way before even, you know, we met mutton chops have been around a long time. Since the seventies around oh, there gonna, sometime. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to throw some, you know, way before that, way, way before, before that, way before that. 
Oh, 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 yes. Yeah. Oh, throwing oh. smoke. Oh. I'm just saying, but chops have been around a long time. <sighs> Can I have some ice for that Think bird, please? Think of the word, but. The word, but. What does that mean? <laughs> Who knows what the word means, but. Mutton. It's like lamb or something, right? It's like yeah, lamb. Something like that. Lamb chops. Lamb chops. It's so yeah. Old. It's He's calling you so lamb chops. <laughs> <laughs> well, do a Google search on it there. Find out. You're I am not searching this computer right now. I'm enjoying this smoke right now. Oh, <laughs> so, uh, what I'm going to do? Yes. I'm, I'm going to. We've been together a long time. We've known each other a long time. Cameron is a noble man of God, and I appreciate his steadfastness, his stability. And his friendship, he has called me at times. Sometimes I was a good friend. Sometimes I could have been a lot better friend. But we've always kept our relationship because of Jesus. No flow. Amen. That about. No Amen. flow. And you know, I'll say the same. About no flow. I, no flow. <laughs> okay. I have a confession to make. Okay. Uh, After uh, what, be, uh, before, the air before right to, now? no uh, confession time. No. Okay. I'll get to that confession later about that name. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, please but, do, please do. I would appreciate that. Okay, okay. So history would have it. Okay, now I was not aware of this. Okay, but apparently Tony Gandula had that moniker of DJ Noflow before I did. So I, I did. I, I you know I earned that way before you. Okay, so. The, the the rightful heir to the name DJ Noflow does go to Pastor Tony Gandula. And, uh, and so now... Uh-oh, right, uh-oh. Now, now you have the whole world wondering. We, we got to find out. How did you get that title? That's what I, that's what I want to know. How did... What? <laughs> okay, so I officially got the title of Noflow from the youth group that I pastored... Um, and of course, you can take it and you can still have that moniker because I twisted that moniker around on them. Um, rap music was just becoming very popular. It was the 80s. And um, the flow was a term that meant you could flow and rap well. And I would try to rap, you know, and I would try to bust a beat. And I was no good at it. So the kids would call me no flow. And I would turn that around on them. And I'd go, you mean... I know flow. It's what, what you're really trying to say. Ooh. I know flow. Ooh. And then we go, no, 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 no. I, I no, go, no, 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 no. Oh, my you, goodness. That means I know Oh, flow. my goodness. So I would just spin it on him because that's the kind of person wow. I am. Wow, he's come a few And um, so you can be the official no flow because I'm the, you know, I'm going to be the K-N-O-W flow. I know no. Uh, well, there you go. So no, he knows. I, so he 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 knows he knows flow. I I know have flow. no flow. Okay. Well, so no kidding. So, so there. So <laughs> that, good God, no kidding. So there you go. So we found that out. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> when you find out what? <laughs> now what? we know. Okay. See, the thing is, is that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what the, the look stand the look, take. the look on your face is absolutely priceless right now. No flow. Okay. All right. All right. So, no flow. All right. Okay. I'll I'll take the see. But the thing is, is that the spelling is different. See, see, no flow here on the show is N O F L O W. You are K N O W right. flow. That's right. I am no flow. There, there, there you go. So, so here's the awesome. 
so here's the awesome thing there, uh, Pastor Tony. We know that you got the flow right now. I do. So, <laughs> you know, so I tell you what, it's, uh, you know, I, I reciprocate everything that you said back to me there earlier there. I have uh, all these years that I have known you there. And I tell you what, I, I, I love you with all my heart. And, uh, and you are a man of God. You carry yourself and you walk in integrity. You walk in honesty. Uh, you walk in and uh, you uh, you you walk as as uh, uh, as Jesus to me there, and you've been Jesus to me there in times when I've needed it, and and I know that uh, that that's the that is the the man of God that you are, and so mm -hmm. I know that whatever's on your heart to go ahead and share right now, that's got to be the flow of God, and you have you've got the you've got the floor, so. It, <laughs> There you go. All right. He's surprised I said that because normally right. I do all the talking. Okay. No kidding. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, so, that, that is, uh, that's awesome for you to do that. I appreciate that. So, um, well, let me just, I appreciate that, Cameron. Um, you know, I walk with Jesus after the Lord had to sit me down. And um, after first getting saved when I was 16, um, awesome salvation experience with healing and then backsliding and then coming back to Christ all in that same year and meeting Pastor Jose at the end of that journey and actually running to something that um, every young man and every person needs and that's a mentor, somebody who would disciple me, you know, in Christ. Um, I didn't say they um, were my best friend. I said they discipled me. So um, God gave me a father figure. And because of that, you know, I did not backslide anymore. You know, I became strong in my in my walk with the Lord. So if I know flow, it's only because I know Jesus, who knows how to flow. You know what I'm saying? So Amen. Amen. I appreciate um, meeting someone like that, and um, I pray that would happen to every um, person, young, old, whatever, because God has His body on the planet to um, bring us closer to Him and. You know, we, we learn to love and, and know the person and, and submit to one another. But God has a way of doing things, you know, and his way is to disciple. You know, he said to go and make disciples Absolutely. of all nations. You know, it's not a small thing. It's a big thing. And um, when you're backslidden, that's because somebody else discipled you. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Jeez, no kidding. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> you let the world disciple you. <laughs> wow. And that's what happens. Well, this, this, so... Um, go ahead. The sad thing about it, though, and you bring this up and it's important, is that there is a lack of of discipleship in a proper manner in in the world, in, in our circle, our environment of Christianity. There is a lack of it. There's so many people who are not discipled properly with the proper teachings, and they get lost, church hurt, and other things happen, and they don't return back because of that dysfunction. You know, and it's there's so many people I run into daily at work or wherever who are like, well, you know, I don't understand. I don't know. I didn't get an opportunity. You know, the, the, the list goes on of all the things that they come up with to say that why this is why I don't go. And it's usually because discipleship was definitely not on the on the table properly. And, you know, it takes a it takes a church that has a foundation grounded, ready to go 
has those uh, those uh, those those opportunities available to be able to bring them the proper discipleship so that they can see how God actually does work in 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 real life not just in you know just not just in the four walls of the church but in life general and that's 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 what's, that's what's hurting that's and I totally agree with you um boy blue shall I call you by your moniker thank you sir <laughs> thank you sir <laughs> okay. I totally agree with you, Boy Blue, but this is where I've learned, and this is where discipleship came into my life. You might find it very interesting, but we can look at the Word of God. In a perfect world, which we're not in, in a perfect body, we're not in, but we have a perfect Father, and He will perfectly lead us whether we have a good example or a bad example. Case in point, um, David. King David was was discipled by, believe it or not, not only Samuel, but then his discipler became Saul. And Saul, who was a horrible king, and um, basically turned himself into an enemy of God, he became an example to David of a king that you should never be. Right, right. So God had David underneath this bad dude, a bad example who wanted to kill David. But guess what? God placed him underneath that man to train him what not to become. Absolutely. And that's where the Father, no matter what our examples are, no matter whether our church seated is right or not, still is God. He still is in charge. And we just got to say, yes, I believe whether I'm in a good situation or a bad situation, I can't use that as an excuse. God right. will disciple us in in using even a bad example like King David. And you know, King David, like, like King Saul, you know, King David still almost blew it. He still almost became like Saul. If that one prophet had stood up and said, David, you are that man. Mm -hmm. You are that man. Absolutely. And that turned David's heart. But he, so, he needed that example of what he should not become, and still almost, he still almost did that. But thank God that God rescues us and turns things around for us and shows us, you know, hey, I forgive you, but guess what? <laughs> Tough times or not, I'm in charge, I'm in control, you can come to me whether you have a good example in your life or a bad example in your life. It's still God working in our hearts. It's still him revealing our hearts and changing us. You know, we don't want to be um, like a song pastor used to sing a lot. He still sings the church. Lord, I don't want to be like Judas in my heart. Whatever it takes, Jesus, whether I'm in a good situation or a bad situation. Well, good examples to bad examples. Don't let me manifest Judas. I, and also, too, that I think uh, I'm glad you, you, you mentioned the, uh, the, uh, the examples of Saul and King David. And I can think I uh, I. I, I can assuredly say that the difference between Saul and David was the fact that David repented and Saul didn't. Uh, when David was confronted with sin, uh, there's many chance, there's many uh, examples there where he was confronted with sin there, where, for instance, when he was caught uh, committing adultery with Bathsheba there, and basically he sanctioned the murder of her husband, uh, his response was repentance there. And then and also too there when he sinned against the Lord, when he numbered all of the, uh, the, the, the armies that he had, 
and uh, in in uh, you know and going to war and the and the Lord sent a plague and uh, wiped out almost a whole bunch of people. He went to and he and he was uh, the he had an option to go ahead and what does he want? Does he want to suffer for th uh, three days of this or uh, or that? He had an option, so he said, "I'll leave it up to you, Lord." And then the Lord gave him uh, the, uh, the made the decision for him. But one of the things that David said was he said. Uh, when he was um, when he when the angel was told to stop with the with uh, the plague there, the David uh, told uh, told um, uh, I think it was Ornan. He said, "I want to go ahead and sacrifice to the Lord." Ornan said, "I'll give you this altar. You can do it there." And he said, "No, I don't want to go ahead and sacrifice anything that hasn't paid that uh, that doesn't have a price on it. There, I'll pay the price." Say the, that again. Yeah. Say that again. I will not do it unless it costs I'm, me something. And that's that's discipleship. He knew, and we yeah. got to know this in Christianity, it will cost you something. And if it doesn't cost you something, you really don't have something that's worth anything. Mm -hmm. It's got to cost you something. Yeah, it, we've got to we've we've got to go ahead and pay that uh, pay that price there, and that's okay. the difference between allowing our hearts to become cold and allow, and and not having a repentant heart there. Okay, now take that that example you just I just talked about mm -hmm. and put it in twenty twenty three. Basically, we've got to go ahead and we've got to when God deals with us in uh, in our situation there when when God deals with us you, in certain you, things. You know our society climate right now. You mm -hmm. know what we're dealing with. If you don't know. Trust me, I can give you a five-minute rundown. Turn on the news. There's, it's it's <laughs> okay. absolutely disgusting what's going on right now in our society. Okay? And there is it. the answer is understanding or no compromise. It's got to be no compromise. Okay, but you also have to understand what your story you just said. How do you apply that story to today's 2023 climate? Well, we've got to... Okay, okay. Do you, go can ahead. I go on no, it yeah, a little bit ahead. here? Sure, or? go ahead. So, 2023 climate, um, just to be frank, last day's climate. Jesus said in the last days, and I'm not going to say the whole parable, but basically, tares will grow and the wheat will grow at the same time. Good stuff is growing and bad stuff is growing at the exact same time. It wasn't a surprise. Jesus said, so this is the way it will be in the last days. And you know, it, and they're going to show what they really are. So it really isn't um, what time frame we're in or what we're dealing with in life. It's what's in our heart. And we'll manifest what's really in our hearts. Am I going to sell out? Well, this is my culture. This is the way it is now. Um, it, it's going against the Bible, but it's the culture, and I'll just go with it. Well, then you're showing you're a tear. Or you're going to go, nope, that's not what God says. <laughs> No matter what the culture changes to, no matter what the culture is right now and what's acceptable not, that's not God's word, and you're going to show your wheat. That, so yeah. we're in a perfect time. And Jesus said these both things will be happening at the same time. People will be getting worse, and people will be getting more righteous. And that's how you can tell the difference. And here's the thing, too, that we can't be afraid of that. We can't be afraid of it there because, the, because we have to let the wheat and the tares grow up together. And so, therefore, they they can both manifest. As we see people getting more, the the uh, society getting more vulgar and more de get more degenerate, then it's what what are we supposed to be doing? We're supposed to be counteracting that by getting by drawing closer 
to Jesus, walking more in righteousness, walking more in truth, truth, okay, walking more in in uh, in in holiness, and having that distinction there to so that people will know that we are different from that that uh, we're different from we are the wheat and they are the tares. So we're shining we're shining the light in the face. We're, we're shining, shining the, the light, light on who Jesus is. Shining the light. So darkness will be the complete opposite. See, I've, and earlier it today shows, it shows who shows really what's in your heart. Earlier today I made a comment on on social media and I think it's important to address it. Um you know, we all know that there is a you know, and I don't bring it up to be, you know, intrusive or anything, but there is, you know, obviously we know when it comes to liquor sales and beer sales there is an issue right now with what's going on and people have come against that marketing scheme and i said on i said on social media that the believers the christians the ones who have that no compromise push forward should be doing that to the woke christian culture stopping the shutting the door like you know what this is it we cannot allow this misinterpretation. We can't allow this, this prosperity on a different level type culture damage what Jesus really came here to do. And I, I made the parable of that because it's such a, a known thing right now. It's such a big thing right now. I'm thinking, you guys, have, we, we, we have got to stand up and say, you know what? This, this, is, this is what he wanted. This is what he was talking about in the word. This, this other stuff, it's that electricity. It's that. It's that. No signal on the TV. Bunny ears not working. Type. Type nonsense. This is what we need to be doing. You know what I'm saying? We we need to be standing up there. Just and uh, and just in case anybody's not aware of what you were referring to, I believe what you were referring to there is. Yeah, because I I didn't quite get it. So. Um, yeah, well, I'll, I'll, that. I'll just explain here. Um, I believe what you're referring to there, Boy Blue, is the fact that they that Bud Light went ahead and put a known transvestite. Um, okay, we'll go right there. I'll, yeah. I'll go right to it. I was trying I'm, to. I'm, trying to, I'm, I'm not going to call them transgender. I'm going to call was, them what they are. They're I was dancing around. I was dancing yeah. around it. So <laughs> I'll just say they, they, uh, they, they put a transgender they, they, person on it. They went ahead and they put a transvestite. Bud Light went ahead and put a transvestite on their uh, on their beer can to celebrate to celebrate trans uh, to uh, for lack of a better word to celebrate trans transgenderism. Okay. Right. Right. Now. I don't drink beer, never will, never going to, never have, okay? But uh, a lot of people got offended by that, okay? And they said, that's it. You know what? We're not going to deal with that anymore. And they consequently, Bud Light has suffered the, the consequences of that because they're losing billions of dollars. Right. And so, so Tony, that's what, the, um, what's, what Boy Blue was referencing there. And so we have to stand up to the woke culture. But Exactly. Well, exactly. Let me go ahead and present something better. And I think, Tony, you know, you can elaborate on this here. Pastor Jose has always said that you can go ahead and point out the problems, but if you don't have a solution, okay, then the thing is, is that we can sit there and we can point out the problem as much as we can, okay? And there's plenty of problems to point out. But if we're going to do that, we have to have a solution. Now, I'm going to go ahead and online and uh, on the air and just say this. It's perfectly fine to go ahead and protest and demonstrate, which we should. 
However, the greater thing above that and beyond that is to simply, we're gonna go ahead and let our light shine. We're gonna go ahead and demonstrate Jesus in this culture. We are going to demonstrate it in the way that we are called to demonstrate it there. And instead of going ahead and winning arguments, you know, as I said this earlier, uh, uh, you know, with the, the, the guest that we had on, Manuel Oliver, I'm not interested in winning arguments. I'm interested in winning people. And so... But if you don't stand up and do the no compromise approach, okay, you, you understand something, okay? There has been too much lollygagging. True. Too much lollygagging. You can present True. Jesus all you want, but if unless you have his stance, his line in the sand... What are you doing? So, so okay. So, I'm, I, it, you're it, right. It's, it's, it's the truth. It really is the truth. It, there, there are reasons why these things are happening. Is because we're not standing up. <laughs> We've kind of let it happen. We've gotten to that point, but we let it happen. But see, the, 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 there, there isn't, there is no excuse for it. And you're right. There isn't. Okay. So we can, we can dance around the campfire and say, okay, you know, let, let it happen. But we, but we can't lose the focus of we can win the argument there, but not the person. It's not about winning an argument. It's a, it's about standing up for righteousness. Right. So Tony, so what, so what's your thoughts on that? Okay. So I like what you said. Um, well, you said, um, if you're going to speak about a problem, you better have the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus is the answer. Right. And in the sense of, I don't mean, what I'm trying to say is, when God never just shows a person whether the issue is um, any type of um, problem or difficulty or sin or confusion is dealing with a person's life. God never just does to them, this is your sin, this is your problem. He always gives the answer. And he does Amen. it in compassion. Amen. So a compassion where he's like, if we're saying Jesus is the answer, then we're saying that Jesus says, I'm the answer by giving my life for you. I will die for you. For whatever is afflicting you, I will give myself in love for you. That's what he did. And that's what we as the body of Christ need to also model. Um, not rejecting the person, which we all have heard that, that old saying, you know. We can reject maybe the sin, but never reject the soul. And um, what I love about the name of Jesus and the name of Jesus Christ is he is who is the savior of the body. Um, he loves a person's body. He loves the body. He died. He is the body of the Trinity. He died for people's souls, but he suffered with his own body to show them you can live like me. You can have me in you. And I can change your mindset, your body. <laughs> you know, the very thing that you think, well, I have to be like this. This is who I am. Well, Jesus is the Christ. He is the um, anointed one. He is the savior of the body. He can change our flesh, our carnal way, our what we think we're in bondage to. This is the way I am. This is the way I feel. This is... No, he died in his own physical body and flesh to say, I can change your body. I can change... I mean, the mind is a muscle. I can change your mind. Um, I care about you. My body was shown 
that it cares so much about what you're dealing with in your own body, what you feel in your own soul and spirit in your body. I died for that. Now, that means showing the love of God and giving it like Jesus does. Not just saying, well, I love you, but yeah. showing the good works. They will see our good works and they will glorify, and glorify our Heavenly glorify Father God. that's in heaven. They'll say, that man has a dad. <laughs> that man has a father. I mean, if anything we're missing in our culture, it's the heart of a father that loves his sons and daughters. And that's what that's what the church is supposed to model. And it means loving people like Jesus did. Not just saying it, but showing it. So um, I want to share one scripture. Um that um, the Lord dealt with me on today and it was simple it simply says this and it's um, Matthew 9 36 and Mark 6 34 is just like it so I might share them both it's the same thing but it talked about when Jesus saw the multitude you know he sees the multitudes today whether you're this um, culture or that culture he sees them all and it says he was moved with compassion on them. Because he sees that they were fainting. No matter what they believed or what they felt, it was putting them down. It wasn't helping them. They were fainting. And they were scattered abroad like sheep having no shepherd. He is the shepherd of souls. I mean, he loves people whether you're family, they're your family member or not, or your husband or your wife or your significant other, he loves them more than you do. He is the shepherd and bishop of souls. And the word struck me, and I'm going to study it because I haven't studied it yet. I felt like God was saying, the shepherd is a father. He has the heart, and, 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 the, and Jesus came to obey the father. How does the father feel about people? He feels so strongly about people that he gave his only son for people. And the Bible says that God was in Christ Jesus. That means the Father came into Christ Jesus and the, the God was in Christ Jesus um, redeeming the world to himself. And that's what Jesus did. He hung out with the weirdos. He hung out with the rejected people. He touched people that the society didn't want to touch. And he, did, and, and he touched them because of the love of God, of the Father. And, and anyway, that's what I just saw. They have no father. And, and the Bible says in the last days, God will turn the hearts of the children to the fathers. He didn't say the children who are all straight. He didn't say the children who are all, um, you know, believe a certain way. He said the children. <laughs> so that's how the Father sees us. And that's our purpose is to... Um, Turn people to Jesus, man. Turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the children to the fathers. And it completes by saying, lest I'll strike the earth with a curse. And basically the curse is not knowing Jesus. Right. Not coming to Jesus is a curse. You know what I'm saying? Because right. you're separated from dad. You're separated from the father. You're separated from the one who loves you that much. So we got to give the answer and not just a word, a token. You know, I love you because I'm supposed to, but I love you like Jesus demonstrated it. I, I think that uh, there's a scripture that comes into my mind there that says this. It says that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And the, while we were still 
sinner. Still, well, yeah, while Amen. we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So, see, the 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 death. Jesus didn't go ahead and pre-qualify people and say, "All right, uh, I'm going to go ahead and make sure that you're good enough for it to, to to be saved." He died for everybody, and he opened it up for everybody to come in. He's given the clarion call. He's called out. He said, "I have." I, that I want, I wish that for all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge uh, of the salvation of Jesus Christ. He's opened the doors to everything. He has done everything possible under his power and under his dominion as King of Kings and Lord of Lords to open up salvation for everybody. You literally will have to go ahead and make a conscious decision to go to hell. And a purposeful decision to go to hell because Jesus has put has opened up all the doors there put up all the roadblocks to say I don't want you to go there I don't want you to miss out on on being saved he's put up all of these things so a person has to make a conscious decision to do that there so it because of how much he loves us he's gone through the very depths of of uh, you know he's he's gone through everything to, he looked, He went to the depths of hell for people to save them. So, so when we when we go ahead and we present the gospel to people there, I want people to go ahead. This is this is going to sound kind of weird, but I hope people understand. Okay, I want people to reject. How would I say it? If a person's going to reject the gospel, I want them to reject it there because they've made a a conscious decision to not accept it there, not based upon my actions, not based upon anything that 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 I may have uh, done or hurt them in, but they would literally have to have to, they would literally have to consciously reject the love of Jesus there and not reject Jesus because of something wrong that I did or something or I, I got into an argument and I got mad at that person there and they don't, hey, they don't want anything to, to, to do with, with me or Jesus anymore. But I want to walk in such a love and such a purity and towards people there that they're literally going to have to make up make that decision. There, there will be no excuse for them to not accept Jesus. Does that make sense, what I'm saying? I hope it's coming out right. It, it does. It, it does. And um, I, I think the bottom line is we... You know, we talked about what Jesus has done, but now the example is on us because we are the body of Christ mm -hmm. on earth. And so we're supposed to, we're supposed to do that. Jesus has done it so we can do it. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Jesus has done these things so we can pay a price as Christians to do these things. Um, I want to, I want to follow up with one last thing. I want to say, um, you know, somebody that I, I love, his name is Pastor KK. Maybe you guys can think about having him on with oh, our, our youth pastor. KK, here. is he listening right now? Do you know if he's listening? KK, I got to give you a shout out. I love you, my brother. I forgot to tell him that I love him uh, this uh, this Sunday. He, so, KK, I love you, okay? He did, a, <laughs> there he did an awesome video in college where he um, was standing up for, for Christ and, and telling people about Jesus. In the video, he interviewed somebody who did not know Jesus, but they made this awesome comment. They go, if somebody really cared about you, wouldn't they want to tell you that this way is going to destroy you or kill you? Wouldn't they want to point out to you something that is 
going to hurt you? If they really cared about you, wouldn't they do that? Mm-hmm. This wasn't even a person who was come who was a Christian or saved or walking with Jesus. They were just sensitive to the fact that somebody cared enough about, about them, bothered enough about them, to not worry about offending them mm-hmm. because they cared about them. You know, um, I love you enough to tell you this is going to hurt you. <laughs> this is going to help you. You know. Where if I didn't care, I wouldn't say jack to you. I wouldn't say right. nothing to you. I just let you go on your way. But because I really do care, I will tell you and I'll try to be an example and love you, you know, with the love of God. I wouldn't just leave you be. I would intervene in some respect if I really cared about somebody. And, and that is so true there. You know, there was a, um, I'm sure we're all, being in Vegas here, we're all familiar with Penn and Teller. And I think it was Teller, the, the tall guy. Uh, now, listen to this. Teller is an atheist. Uh, Boy Blue, look that up. Let me know which one's the tall guy. <laughs> from. But anyways, Penn and Teller, they're magicians. And and the, the tall guy is a complete atheist. He's admitted it already there. And he says this. He says, I don't mind when people come and talk to me about Jesus there because it demonstrates to uh, that they uh, it demonstrates that they really believe what they're saying because they're trying to go ahead and talk to me about Jesus and if they really cared about me that's what they would do and it's the same thing that 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 you, that you're saying here so yeah we walk in love and you know here's the thing too that we walk in love and we walk in truth there and when we speak the truth in love that right there is power enough to go ahead and break any lie that that uh, that that Satan may be using to blind the other people there that we're speaking to, to to blind their eyes from the truth when we speak the truth in love that's going to go ahead and break those walls down to them so they can know the truth and understand it and then if they want to make but a it cost- go ahead sorry Go ahead. It has to be. It has to be in love. It can't just be the truth. Yes. It has to be in the love of God because the Bible even says that um, iniquity is broken. Um, it loses its strength and its grip. That mercy and truth purges iniquity. It's not just the truth. It's mercy yeah. and truth. That's how you wash that sucker off of people's lives. It's not just truth. Hey, man, this is the black and white. This is the truth. Deal with right. it. No, it's the mercy and the love of God. I've already dealt with it for you. I paid the price. I proved it in my body, Jesus. And then I'm showing it with my, my church <laughs> to you. That breaks that grip of iniquity off of people. It's got to be mercy. It's got to be the love of God. It's got to be done with his compassion. That's how you're able to swallow truth. <laughs> you know, I got to know, my wife says sometimes, if somebody tells me what's wrong with me, they better love me. <laughs> you can tell me what you think is wrong with me, you better love me. And I'm like, dang, you know, she just spoke a lot to me. That's funny. You know, people are hurt and we don't want to put the knife in people and twist it. People already hurt. We want it put the healing bomb you know on him the healing you know of um but as i'm using the verse in the bible the healing bomb of gilead, gilead you know, the, right the healing right. we want to put that on people they're already hurt 
So yeah. we're not here to tell them the truth and hurt them some more. We're here to tell them the truth and heal. <laughs> and, you know? Yeah. So I got to cut out soon if that's okay. Oh, man. We, we loved you know, having right. you. You know, uh, Boy Blue, um, this has been awesome. This has been this has been absolutely uh, incredible. Uh, so, Pastor Tony, before you go, all right, before you go, I want to go ahead and just give you one opportunity here. You got people that are listening to you right now, okay? And this is, you may never, ever uh, talk to them again. What, uh, what do you want to go ahead and say to them right now? Uh, and, and what's on your heart to speak to them directly there? Pretend like we're not even here. Uh, Boy Blue and I are not here. What's on your heart if they're right in front of you? And what would you say to them? Well, first, if you don't mind, Cameron, I have to say that I really like the show. I like the music. I'm very much so into music and musicianship. I'm not necessarily into rap. And as I listen to your guys' show, I love the mix. And I love hearing the sincerity of the words in the in the song. So you might just have gained a fan here. Um, but the people who are listening and any soul, one person who is listening, um, I want to tell you, I love you because Jesus is loving you. And I just want to be a part of that. I want him to love through me and care through me and have that compassion because I want to see like he sees you. It'll change me if I love you that way. And he loves you that way, and he wants to do it through a person because Jesus put on a body, and I got this body to live in and his voice to talk to, to say he sincerely has the power to deliver us from anything, sickness, disease, anything that tries to make us a slave. Because Jesus is all about freedom. And it is for freedom that the Son has set you free and, and wants to set you free. So you can just taste freedom and be a freedom fighter once you get it in yourself. I love you and Jesus loves you. Receive the fact that he loves you so much that you can be completely delivered into him and his kingdom on this planet. You can live, and I don't care if it's tough on this planet or not, you can live in another kingdom on this planet because you can be living according to his word for you. And it's like walking in somebody else's shoes. You'll have Jesus' shoes on your feet. And you'll be walking this planet, but you'll be stepping on and walking in his word, what he says about you and what he says about the planet. So I just say, I want to look at you and love you, and I'm praying God doesn't work in me that I would see people like Jesus. See. Tony, so, do you? Uh, I know we, I know you're short. It. I know you're short on time there, and uh, but I just want to go ahead and ask you there. Can you just lead people to the Lord right now that are out that uh, that are listening? I don't want you yeah. to lose this opportunity. Yeah. So, so, okay. so go ahead and just pray for the people out there to receive Jesus right now. We're just going to believe uh, uh, that uh, that people okay. are going to get saved. Say this in your heart, and say it out of your mouth if you can. If you can't, say it in your heart. Say, Jesus, I surrender all that I think I'm being sincere. I surrender 
my thinking that I mean it. I don't know if I mean it, but I surrender that part of me to you, Jesus. With all that I can possibly muster up, I just say, I believe you love me enough to not only die for me, but to rise from death. And the thing that killed you and it tries to kill me, I thank you for taking my mistakes, my sin, my rebellion, my holding back, and I, I surrender. And I, I trade this up. I trade this away from me, and I trade up the same way you rose from the grave so I could rise up and trade out of this. I trade, and here's my yuck, <laughs> but I receive your blood and your love for me that was so established you put it in blood. I receive you, Jesus, that you rose so I could rise up in you. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Wow, that's been this has been awesome, Pastor Tony. I tell you what, man, I appreciate you know what, I think uh, don't we got we've got a a, a little clap there. A, it was awesome, okay? Well, should, well, should he get the acknowledge me? Should he get the clap or the acknowledge me? Acknowledge me! <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you got the acknowledge me there, wow. Tony. That was awesome, okay? That was uh, beautiful. And I tell you what, you know what? For those that uh, out there that were listening, my father's house church, if you don't have a church in Las Vegas, this is a church that uh, Boy Blue and, uh, and I go to. Uh, pastor Tony's the associate pastor there. My Father's House Church, uh, 702-435-2700, 3910-East Patrick Lane. you got a church to come uh, to uh, to call your home. All you got to do is just show up, and that's it, okay? And we love you. And Pastor Tony, um, any any other closing things you want to say before you go? Um, just check us out. At, at you, uh, you know, if a person can't come, there is also this wonderful digital world we're in where we're turning it around in with mfhlv.com. So check us out on, on our website. Check us out um, and check out a, um, what, what a service is like and and um, our awesome um, pastor, his awesome ministry to people. MFH for my father's house, MFHLV, Las Vegas, MV, Nevada, mfhlv.com. Amen. All righty. Awesome. Awesome. It's been beautiful. Boy, Blue, I didn't get to hear much from you. I wanted to hear more from you, but um, I'm going to be listening for you guys. All right. Well, that means you got to join. You got to call. You got to be a guest again. Okay. So. I do. Right. All right. I do. Good stuff, man. Thank you. If you you allow me, I will. Absolutely. Thank you for being a part of the house parties. Can you hear me now? Um, Beautiful talking with you. Beautiful. I love the message you brought across, and and that's exactly what we needed to have. We love you, Pastor Tony. Thank you, guys. Hey, and we'll see you this Sunday. All right. I love your show. I like the style. You guys have won a fan. <laughs> All right, so got much. it. We appreciate it. Thank All you right. very much. All right. We love you, Take Pastor care. Tony. Have a great day, man. Night. Night. It's night, <laughs> not day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Man, good stuff, man. Thank you. Was that awesome, man? That was the awesome word, awesome message. You know, I let him run, let him do his thing, let the Lord do his thing. And it's a beautiful thing when you when you allow the, the presence of God to do His thing. You know what I'm saying? But we about to go into a break. And, and you know what? We're gonna take a break there. But I think that we've got uh, that some of what Pastor Tony started uh, to to talk about there. 
I think we got to go ahead and, uh, and 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 keep and go on that uh, on yeah. that subject yeah, when we'll, we get back. So we'll, just, we'll discuss some things. We got stuff to discuss. We got our baseline, and we got some other things to go over. So keep it locked. Keep it tuned. We're going to rock the house. Can you hear me now? Limited edition. Check it out. See you in a bit. Can you hear me
There are two kinds of people in the world, my friend. There are two kinds of people in the world, my friend. Those with a rope around their neck and the people who have the job of doing the cutting. Here in the wild, wild west, we ride with the almighty Yadonah. Almighty Yadonah. Here in the wild, wild west, we ride with the almighty Yadonah. Almighty Yadonah. Here in the wild, wild west, we ride with the almighty Yadonah. Almighty Yadonah. Here in the wild, wild west, we ride with the almighty Yadonah. Almighty Yadonah. Picture this, a land full of desert terrain Where the strong survive, off the shot of the aim And they ain't feeling no remorse or pain That's just the ways of an outlaw that's been enslaved So I continue to seek God's face Cause this is the place that I've been destined to run my race Amongst men who were overwhelmed by sin To bring them the light and let them be free from within Right here in the 702 is where I reside Where we collide with the almighty Yadonai and we ain't going nowhere, instead we persevere We've written the vision that God's given and made it clear I rub shoulders with ex-killers and murderers Who aren't afraid of men, no matter what they heard of ya So best believe when we say we ride for the king He's not a man, he's the almighty Elohim Here in the wild, wild west we ride For the almighty Yadonah, almighty Yadonah Here in the wild, wild west we ride For the almighty Yadonah, almighty Yadonah Here in the wild, wild west we ride For the almighty Wild, wild west, we ride for the almighty, yeah, the night. Oh, 
Return to the king, accepted fully because of the cross's conversion of me. So if I flex, it ain't in flesh, he bore my burden for me. And baby, when I say I'm fresh, it's because he burped the new me. I'm fresh. Yeah. Like them subs in your trunk Not just a beat Although I know it's got you moving your body But the message in this song You should be moving the body Body one I'm elected and redeemed Point two Cause I got a new position I'm fresh Point three I'm not I'm the best me that can be I'm in his image So some sinner may just happen to see Your life is wasted If you shape it in the form of yourself Or someone else besides the sun The one whose form is the shell So I'm reflecting your glory Lord And that's what I'm living for Jesus is Lord So I ain't got to
Hey, what's going on, y'all? What's going on, y'all, y'all? Joe, boy, blue, and flow. There's no flow. I ain't got to the flow yet. House Party presents. Can you hear me now? 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 There you go. Hey, I was waiting for that. We them boys. Oh, we them boys. Oh, we them boys. We the boys. We the boys. while we uh, honor the majesticness of this portion here. You're talking. <laughs> I am a tiger. an 80s rock okay come on serious 80s rocked it okay that's all i gotta say oh my goodness you're live with the five uh, ost boys if you listen to us on our wednesday night as we are right now live right now with you or you're listening to us on our friday and monday on our encore man we've had a great show so far we had pastor tony gandula on air from my father's house church wonderful time spoke some real good truths to us um you know, it's, it's important that we understand that love and compassion has to be a part of our delivery when speaking about the word of God. There is a no compromise, but there is a balance. Okay, so don't let others who are out there doing some crazy stuff, saying some crazy stuff, d- uh, discourage you or anything else from wanting to know God. It's just because God's people have some loose screws doesn't mean everybody has loose screws. Okay? And that's important to understand. The love and compassion part 
has to be a part of what you're doing. No compromise in your walk with the Lord has to be compassionate, no compromise. Now, yes, we want to say straight out, okay? There's some things that are not right going on, okay? Homosexuality, not right. LGBTQ, not, not right. right. Okay? Being a Democrat, not right. Definitely not right. Okay? There are things going on that you cannot mix with Christianity because it's completely backwards from what the, the Christian faith teaches. Okay? There's no such thing as a gay Christian. Can't happen. Sorry. Hate to break it to you. True. There's no such thing as a, a, a Christian Democrat. Can't do it. Hate, True. Hate to break it to you. Okay? And if you walk in the way of the government or in society, you're going to be misled so far that it will take someone special that God puts into your life to be able to reframe that from you. I know been there. I know this. That's why I'm speaking on it. I know what reframing is. I know what recounseling is. I know these things. And sometimes when people who are diehard, straightforward Christians, so to speak, they don't understand the concept of redemption. Okay, like kind of like what I do. See re redemption, at, uh, you know, in the, in the progress. It's really that way. We have to watch the redemption happen. But we have to be a part of it in a compassionate, no compromise way. Like, well, how do I do that? So let's so so let's let's tackle that there because because the that's the the dilemma that we're facing now. Let I'll just to say this to you there here that absolutely no compromise in anything that comes against God's word there. And there are a lot of things that are out there today, and you've already covered them that do go ahead and go against God's word. And we are to stand in truth. Now, I believe that as we go ahead and we get closer to the Lord, that we're going to go ahead and walk into such a realm of love and, and power that, as I was stating before, that people are going to have to go ahead and consciously reject the gospel, not based upon our misrepresentation of it, but the absolute truth of it there that was demonstrated to them in power. Do you think God doesn't know that, though? Do you think God doesn't know that our personal errors in the gospel should not dictate someone else's salvation? Well, you know, whether or not that, uh, whether or but, not but that, it's the truth, though. It's our personal errors should not yes should but not, we should but, but we we skate over that but we should make a conscious effort there to not go ahead and 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 fall into that trap there so that they can have an excuse to reject the gospel and that's what we're addressing us yeah we're so, addressing it because that is the problem so we have to learn okay, so you want a solution to a problem you said this earlier in the show how do you how do you address a problem without a solution so if you're going to address the problem there, then you have to have the solution first. Okay, so what's the solution? The solution is is that, remember a, long, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I think, I don't know if I was talking to you over there privately about it or if I was talking to you about it over the air. We have to learn, Jesus is the master locksmith to people's hearts. Remember when I said that to you? Okay, yeah. Did, did we do that over the air or was that? It's probably over private? the air, yeah. Okay. okay. I, I, I track with you. Jesus is the master locksmith. All right. I'll, what do I mean by that? He knows how to get to every person's heart. He knows how to cut through the hurt, the pain, the, the bitterness that a person has experienced. 
the rejection that a person has experienced, and he knows how to get to their heart to unlock it there so that they would be willing to have him come in. Okay, So, how, but how do we address... We know what Jesus can do. Right. So, but here's what we have to do. We've got to go ahead and be in tune enough with the Lord to know how to reach a person there to un- so that we can know by the Holy Spirit. We talk about being being the, the, the five OSD boys, the, the, you know, Pentecost because he paid it at all costs. So do you, do, you, do you know why that came about? Do you have any idea where that began? You want to bring it up? Let's bring it up. It's okay. Okay, so, let's bring it up. Okay. Do you know why that began? Go ahead. Okay. Okay. I, 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 w- I want to hear from from. I want to hear your words on that. And this is what I hear right now from him. From who? Me? Yeah. Crickets. No, I, I I want to hear the answer from you. So okay. okay. So what happened? This is what happened. Okay. okay. Excuse me. I was brought up in a Pentecostal environment. Okay. Very religious. Very this, very that, can't do this, can't do that. You know, just pretty much just, it, it, it was just restriction all around, okay? There was good points to it. There were some really nice points to it. But most of all, it didn't lead anyone anywhere, okay? So, went through my life, blah, blah, blah. Came to a point where I wanted to, to honor the tradition of my background, but I also wanted to put a different twist to it. Mm-hmm. Jesus, the Holy Spirit was leading something different. He was showing me non-restrictive, Holy Spirit, power. And he says, I don't want you to focus on the pain. I want you to focus on the power. Okay? To me, this is, this is just me. Okay? I ain't saying it has to be you or anyone else in this world. This is just me. I have a hard time with seeing the, the grimps in Jesus. I have a hard time with that. That's not my Savior. My Savior rose. My Savior was out of, the, out of the tomb. My Savior had the power. Yes, it was paid there. But it was paid at all costs to be able to rise. Our faith is based upon the resurrection of Jesus. He's the only one that raised. Through the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay? So for me, I focus on the Holy Spirit. At all costs. He paid everything from past, present, to future. Yes. But he also, the power of Jesus, his ministry from those three years, changed the world forever. You feel what I'm saying? Right. The first 30, you don't hear nothing of it. Last three, woo, he was on fire. We're still feeling the effects of it today. Because it changed eternity. It changed the the axis of the world as we know it today. Exactly. So when we focus so much of our faith on the pain, we lose perspective of the power. Now, I'm not saying not recognize it because it's important to recognize it, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But it's not the focal point of Pentecost. Pentecost is the is the power of the Lord. It's him walking around for 50 days showing everyone, guess what? Look at this. Right. Look, I'm I'm the healed. Uh, look, I, I'm I'm the resurrected rose. I rose. I'm the resurrected I'm, savior. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my point I'm trying to make to you is this. When it comes down to the Lord, when I say Pentecost, because he paid it at all costs, the resurrection of Jesus is the most important part of our faith. True. And and that is true. That is true. Okay, because because without the resurrection, without the resurrection, we we, we would uh, we would just be it would be another dead religion. Exactly. 
Are you, are you, are you, are you tracking I'm, with me? I'm following you, yes. Okay, so... I'm following you like Google. Oh, jeez. Maps. Google Maps. Okay. So my, so what I'm trying, so <laughs> go, go kidding. So <laughs> when I call us the five OST boys, we are taking ourselves out of the religious aspect and put it in a supernatural aspect where it should be. Right. So when you balance compassion with no compromise, bingo. What do you think you're doing? You've got the then you're you're walking in that power of the Holy Spirit. Right, because the Holy Spirit directs you, not your own ways, not your own and, thoughts. And exactly, and that is the whole point of what uh, of what I was saying earlier. There, when I was saying that we have to learn, as I mentioned, Jesus, the Master Locksmith. There, all right, we have to learn. We have to learn and hear from the Holy Spirit on how to reach a group of people there, or an individual person there. That the normal way of reaching them might not work, and it's and it and it specifically is not going to work for those people there because uh, that the normal way because you can't go ahead and reach everybody the same way. the The gospel is not cookie cutter. Say you know these five steps here. You do these five steps here, and that's gonna and that's gonna reach somebody. It's 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 not it is more personal than that first of all number one jesus my savior my savior is a personal savior my savior is jesus but my savior jesus is not the same your savior jesus that you have yes mm. he's the same mm. in, he's the same person he is the same person there but he is he is Different. He is a savior for every person in a different matter. To you, he may be the savior who healed you. To me, he may be the savior that saved me from losing my mind. So while we have the same Jesus, okay, every he fits. He is not a cookie cutter Jesus there that that matches that that goes ahead and says this is how you've got to accept him here. He's a he is a personal Jesus who is who is able to fit to what you need in your life and that i'm thankful to that there because listen we've got billions of people out there and each one of those people is individually different like the fingerprints on our hands you know each one of them are construed by god to be different there because we are different as people and so our job is to sit there and say, Lord Jesus, show me how to reach these people. Show me how to reach somebody that's been sucked into the lie of homosexuality. Show me the person who's been sucked into the lie of you've got to do this all your life. And they're bound by religious rules that stop them from living for the Lord. That is what we have to do. Now, thankfully, here's the good part about it here. I thank God that that has been put on our shoulders because you know what that makes us do, Boy Blue? What's that? It makes us step up. Well, of course. It's going to cause us to say, okay, Jesus, we got to get closer to you because we've got this responsibility to reach the world. So now we're going to go ahead and lay our lives down to become the to become the locksmiths that Jesus has called us to be, 
so that we can go out and reach those people there and unlock their hearts and bring them to Christ. Absolutely. But that's, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the balance. Mm -hmm. And there is that balance. Okay. The balance is what's important. And, and if for some reason, people skirt over that. They don't want to, to deal with that. It's sad to me because it needs to be dealt with. Okay. We are losing so many people to imbalanced positioning. Okay. Yeah. So me from the streets, lived it, done it, been a part of a lot of things. Okay. Have the culture in me. Nobody on the streets can debate that. I can talk to anybody on the streets. I can, I can, I can debate politic, anything on the on the streets. They know me. You're different. You have a different perspective. You different life. I know you have done nothing wrong. I'm not. <laughs> you have been clean. Oh, thank you for the blood of Jesus. Let's okay. go. Let's go down the list of things you haven't done that I have done. Right. Okay. So we're from two different we're from two, two different, different perspectives. Yeah. So we balance each other out. Right. So that is what I'm talking about. We can coexist mm -hmm. because the Holy Spirit resides in what we do. Okay? I'm sure if I knew you personally, I'd be like this guy. You say that already. <laughs> you say it already, and you don't even, you know, you, you don't know, know the half of it, man. No, no, no kidding. <laughs> Jeez. Do I really want to know that? Oh, my God. Oh, man. Amen. <laughs> you know, but we skirt around this topic so much because we're scared to confront it. That's like I was telling you, like, last week with the Kingdom Gang, last song. It's taboo to talk about intimacy in a relationship in church. We don't want to talk about it. We don't want to discuss it. That male and female having an intimate connection, talking, sharing time and all that is taboo in the church. We talk about how we're so close and so intimate with Jesus. What about your spouse? What about the one you're dating, courting, trying to be with? Just because your church doesn't mean you don't have an emotional relationship. Uh, right? That, that, and that is true. Okay, so we're going to we're going to forbid us talking about the male and female connection that God has put together because we're scared. We're going to talk about sex. We're scared. We're going to jump into that topic and how taboo that is because we're so worried about people's opinions. We can't talk about that in church. Why not? Do you know how many pregnancies are there? How many how many couples are are, are living together before the marriage and, and have intimate relations before the marriage and church doesn't address it? Because we're so scared of the repercussion. Oh, we're going to scare off the religious people. Why? Because we can't discuss these things. Alcoholism. Drug addiction. Homosexuality. Why can't we speak about them? Why can't we speak about those things? Because we're scared we're going to fend off people. And, and I, I, I would love to be able to talk about the intimacy me and my wife have. The things that we share. The talks we have. We've been married 12 years. There's a lot to cover. Has it been 12 years already? 12 years on the 30th. On the 30th of this month. 30th of April. Wow. I, you know, That's why I was gone for the weekend, dude. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know you were gone for the weekend. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, this guy, he doesn't focus at all. <laughs> oh, you were gone focus. for the weekend? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. of course you were gone for the weekend. Where you been? I knew that. Where you been? I, I wasn't. I was at home. You didn't know I was gone for the weekend. 
I did not know you were gone for the weekend. Uh, I posted a video you commented on in LA. Well, I didn't know that that was you that was videotaping that. I thought it was somebody else. I thought you were just passing that on. I didn't. Bro. <laughs> Bro. Even that but you, video had tagged on you and MoLV. But you but you didn't uh, you didn't say that uh, you were that you were the one that was videotaping it. Do I have to? Well, for context, yes. Oh, stop it. Hey, uh, DJ Noflo, oh, I am in. It. Where were you at? Where were you at? See, this is again. We're getting where, this. Where? Uh, oh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> where were you at? Where'd you go? I went to Los Angeles. All right. Okay. So, hey, uh, DJ Noflo, I'm in Los Angeles. Look at this video. That would have cleared it up a little bit. Would it would have cleared it up? It would have, yes. Tim <laughs> tells me I don't know about that one. I would have sat there and I would have gone, oh, he's in Los Angeles and he's videotaping this. Oh, geez. But you didn't do that. You just uh, yeah, you gotta, you gotta get a prerequisite warning. Oh, well, you know, I'm in Los yeah, Angeles. So you see a video and he, and then he climbed all over me because he, another video was in there. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. what is this guy doing? That, all right. That was a pure mistake there, okay? I sent you the wrong, I sent, I commented Boy, on the wrong video there. And then you, you came back at me and you were like, like, what? What? What are you talking about? And I was like, you know, no, what it was, was this, that I was watching as we're, we're discussing this issue here, so I may as well talk about it there. We were discussing how trans, how transgenders, or I'm, I, I'm not going to use the word transgenders. I'm going to call them transvestites. That's what they are. Okay. And again, I say that in love. Okay. Because, but I'm not going to. I don't want. I'm not going to sugarcoat that. There were a there were a group of transvestites that were taken over city board city uh, board meetings to force schools to teach LGBTQ um, uh, perversion. And so they, uh, and so the, when, when I opened it up on Instagram, I thought that that was the video that you were referring to. So I, I made a comment on it there. Do you, do you still have the comment? <laughs> yes, I still have the comments. <laughs> Are you pulling that up right now? No, 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 no. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, maybe I should, yeah. Okay. So then, so then afterwards, when I realized that I made my mistake, I, I did go ahead and correct it right away. All right. So, but anyways, uh, so back to what we were talking about. So, yeah, we've got to get to that point to where we are walking in that knowledge of the Holy Spirit, of the power of the Spirit of God there to be able to go ahead and unlock those hearts there to reach people for Jesus Christ and to be open to the Holy Spirit to do it in ways that we're not used to doing it. How right. about that? Right. Well, of course. How about, let's say, does does there really need to be a... Can a, can a, can a person just not call out on the name of Jesus? Or do we... You're do, asking too much, bro. Do we have to, you know... You're well, asking too much. Here's the five points of salvation. Yeah, listen. <laughs> Ultimately, it ends up in calling out on Jesus. You're asking okay. too much. So, he who calls out upon the name of the Lord shall be what? Tell me. Shall be saved. Shall be saved. Those that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's the bottom line. So, why are we making it so hard for people to come to Christ? Because we don't... We make it hard for people to come to Christ because we can't get it out of our own. It's so simple. It's simple, but you're... You, 
this is this is the problem. This is the problem right now. You want to hear the problem? I'll hear. I'll tell you the problem. Ready for the problem? Okay, go for it. You, me. <laughs> We're the problem. I'm glad you added that on there. That the other we're part. The, we're the problem. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, I know I'm the problem because we can't get out of us, and we, we think we're right, and that is, and that's what we have to deal with. So we've got to deal with us there, and we've got to work. We on- got to deal with us. We got to deal with us balancing our belief with our re- reality. That is the answer to the problem. The problem is we don't want to see the answer. Here, I want to share. Tell uh, me I'm wrong. Well, tell me, me I'm wrong. Me personally, there, I want the answer. So oh, I. Yeah, but you're already established. Come on, man. It, so I don't want to go ahead. General, can, can can you not speak from an established point of view? When you say that I, when we say that we don't want to hear the answer, I don't want to go ahead and classify myself in that uh, in that position there because I want to hear the answer. Okay, you do. I do. Yes, you do. But we're not talking about you. Now there may be some people out there that don't. So there okay, are so are there how, people out there that don't? Yes. So, so do you look at somebody else that may not be listening the way you are listening, and you think that it should be that easy, and you classify them differently? Wait, run that by me again. Okay, now. so you are established. You want to hear something particular from the gospel, right? I want to hear the truth of God's okay, word. Okay. And it's, and it's now you're dealing with somebody. Entirety. You're dealing with somebody who doesn't have that establishment, right. that grounded, right? Okay. Do you look at that person in the same way you expect to look at your you? No, because they may be on a different level. Well, of course they're on a different level. And they're walking Everyone's with the Lord. on a different level. They everybody. May, everybody. Yeah, they may be on a different level of their walk with the Lord. There may be some things that I don't agree with, but you know what? I go, you know what? That's between them and Jesus, and they're going to go ahead, and God will have to deal with them do about you, that. Do you understand what you're saying, though? Do you want? I don't think we understand what we are saying. I don't. You're, you're, we are. We are so headstrong with what we feel is the truth that we pacify the reality of that. That person needs something different than what you can offer, and you have to be able to understand that. So I have, so I have my convictions there, and but and, and it, I'm going to go ahead and say to somebody else there that may not be that may not be in their walk with the Lord where I am. I'm not going to go ahead. To the lyrics that my ears have heard to keep my body clean. I can't Hello. <laughs> what what happened there? Oh, nothing. Anyway, so. <laughs> This is the point we're trying. I'm trying to make. This is the point I'm trying to make. Okay. okay? Uh, all right. Go ahead. Please hear me out for no, no flow. Got it. Okay. You can love, be there, and be 100 with somebody all day and night. Not a problem. Okay. Not a problem. You can talk to somebody mm-hmm. like believe me. And you can talk back and forth, and politic, and talk about all. Could I understand your level? You understand my level. Right. Guy in the corner, who's looking for something doesn't see it that way he's on a different level so if he presents to you something hey I'm a drinker I'm a smoker I watch adult content I'm a gambler I do these things now you know you don't do those things a lot of things you don't do he does right are you judging him right away 
Be I, careful how you answer that because there's a, a lot of people listening. So be careful what okay. you answer because this is the problem with it. That's why it's Pentecost. So I would say that all that those things that he's doing is against God's word. We know that. That's not right. That's not the problem. But I'm not going to sit there and go ahead and and I'm not going to sit there and go ahead and throw uh, and heat judgment upon him. We, we all have to we all have to grow in grace okay but there's a starting point and you can't go you can't get someone here and go right here with it and expect him to understand that and and, and so you're right you're absolutely what, what right what i'm gonna do what up dog what's up man i love you man and i'm gonna talk to you hey you know what i'm not gonna tell you you're wrong and i'm gonna pretend that i don't know anything about you and that's the way it is that's what it needs to be and you that's know, the way let, it will be let god take away all the addictions and the things that he does. Let God yes, do that. Absolutely. Don't judge him for it. I'm going to go ahead and love that person regardless. It doesn't matter what. And do you have to tell him what's wrong? Let's, let's, let's break this down just a little bit. Do you have okay. to tell him he's wrong? If Do you if, have to tell him? Does he not know that he, the drinking, smoking, watching the God content, gambling, all that, he do not think he thinks that's wrong? Of course he knows it's wrong. Right, but now what if he doesn't know it's wrong? He knows it's wrong. Okay, so everybody let's so knows, let's assume that every, he everybody knows it's wrong. Let's let, let's it's, assume that he knows that it's wrong. Okay, then if he if he knows that it's wrong, then I don't need to tell him that it's wrong. Of course not. Right. So but I'm my, just gonna. But do you have my? Do you, do you see where I'm going with this? I yes, I understand. Because a lot of people don't. That's why I'm. That's why people are like eh, because they don't understand where I'm going with this. I understand where you're going with it. Okay, it's not about telling someone they're wrong. It's about telling someone they can get right. Because, you see, we could tell everybody that they're doing things wrong. But remember what we said earlier there. If you don't have a solution to the problem, then just don't bring up the problem. That is the point. So the solution is not addressing the problems. It's addressing the solution. It's saying, listen, you know what? Okay. I don't care what your sin is. Sin is sin regardless. We're talking... Because you need hope. Absolutely. And I have the hope that you're that you're seeking. So what am I going to do? I'm present gonna, that hope. I'm going to present it in a non-biased way. Okay? Absolutely. Once you get an established foundation baseline with them, then you can start bringing things up and they start to get comfortable with you and you can start digging into the roots. But right off the top, no. And, and and I agree with you there because it's going to go ahead and cut them off at the past there. They're not going to be able to go ahead and go That's beyond that. That's why I talk about discipleship. So the so when we are do, when we are dealing with somebody there, okay, I'm never going to go ahead and sit there and say to them uh, unless it's i uh, uh, I'm not going to go ahead and judge them in an ungodly manner there. Okay, I'm not going to go ahead and judge them in an unrighteous manner there. And that's what I was trying to say in the beginning of the show. I was trying to make that point, okay? You can give the truth all day and night. You can tell people what they're right and wrong all day and night. It's irregardless. Mm -hmm. The problem is we don't know the balance in someone's life. Let the Holy Spirit lead you. Right. Stop acting like you know everything. I don't care how many stories in the Bible you may know. It, it see, You can have a mouthful of scripture and no love. You know, there, there's, uh, there was one time where That's why I say trust no man. Ooh, Jeremiah seventeen five baseline. <laughs> trust no man. So what does that scripture say? Let's talk about it. All right, but 
We've got to go ahead and have a balance there too. Okay, so let's talk about it. All right. Okay, Jeremiah okay. 17.5, trust no man. This is what the Amplified says. Uh, oy vey. <laughs> oy vey. I noticed you didn't put the King James on here. I Don't did, blame it on I, I the computer. Did, I did. Don't blame it on the printer there, okay? It was the printer. Put it was it not the printer. Yes, it was. <laughs> you know, he, uh, on, the, on the sheet that we have here in front of us here, he only has the scripture in Amplified there, okay? That's, that's nonsense. That's nonsense. Where do you see the King James on there? No. Oh, no. The printer, Thank you. The printer hated on you. Yeah. The printer hated on you. Yeah, get a new printer. Thank <laughs> no, you. No kidding. Okay. <laughs> All right. So 17.5 says this at the Amplified. Thus says the Lord, cursed with great evil is the strong man who trusts in and relies on frail man, making weak human flesh his arm and whose mind and heart turn aside from the Lord. Now, tell me in that, in that amplified version. Okay, well, it's uh, here it says the, basically the same thing there. That uh, thus says the Lord, cursed is a man who trusts and relies on mankind, making weak, faulty humans. Uh, flesh is... Let's see. This, 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 no, no, it's not my fault this time. It is the printout on this, on this sheet that you have here, okay? So it's a printout, so we know the printer's messing Ma up. Making, making, whatever, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here it is. <laughs> Making a weak, faulty human. Okay. For, uh, okay. Here it is. All right. Let me start over again. This is how it goes. Oh, First is the man who trusts in the Lord and relies on... <laughs> you caused me to mess up. Okay. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. I just said... I just said curse. Never mind. Uh, for the, for the I did, you know what? I'm going to change it. Not Jeremy. I'm going to it. <laughs> For the people out there that are listening there, that was an accident. It was a misspeak, okay? All right? A flub, okay? Cursed is the man who trusts in and relies on mankind, making weak and faulty human flesh his strength, and whose mind and heart turn away from the Lord, I guess, because it, it, it doesn't go anything further from there, okay? So the bottom line is, is that... We trust the Lord, even in the situation between you and somebody else. Yes. We trust the Lord that he'll work that out, not the person. Okay. And this is what I've told people over the years about me and how I, how I view people. Okay. I don't trust you. I trust the Lord in you. So the, Lord, if the Lord wants to work this out. He's going to work out no matter how much you may or may not want it done. If you don't do it, if you don't keep your word, okay, you don't keep your word. God doesn't want me to have that. God is, God is changing my, my trajectory. But do you think I'm going to trust you? No. Not since the beginning. Now. And then you, I'm trusting. the Lord trusts me. Trusting you. In. Now, let me go ahead and just mention this. Okay. Oh dear, oh, dear. There it goes. Because here's the part where I agree with you on the one part, but I disagree with you on the other. Yeah. And I'll tell you the reason I why. Say. All right. There's many people in my life that I trust, okay? I trust my pastors, love them with all my heart. I trust my my friends that I have uh, that I have allowed into my life, and I trust them to 
because I know their hearts. I know them in Christ. And I know there's there's a scripture that says that we're to know man we're to know men not after the flesh, but after Christ. So, so someone, man in flesh, I'm not going to trust, but man in Christ, I am going to trust. Ah. So. Ah. I, I, you know. I trust I'm, you. Don't trust me. Trust the God in me. Yes, but the God in you allows me to safely trust in you because I know your heart. I know your mind. I know your thoughts. I know what makes Boy Blue oh. operate. To a degree. So I trust that boy blue Whoa. there. I trust him. Whoa. Yes. And I cannot separate. Thank you, Ric Flair, one more time. Whoa. Thank you. Okay, you didn't give me an acknowledgement yet. You didn't ask for it. Oh, uh, well, okay. All right. Never mind. Okay, at the end. Acknowledge <laughs> me. I was waiting right. for the point to be made because it, 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 this, this is the thing about it. I think we, we all miss it. Okay. You naturally, as a believer, are going to trust a believer because you have like spirit. You may know that person, like you and you know, you and Tony and do know each other for like 130 years before before Moses even went to 130. Yeah, you guys. Have been know, what do you got? Are you doing some sort of? Uh, dog, are you doing some ears, sort of? Uh, dog ears. Uh, what is it? Um, uh, critical math theory. Something uh, like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What? Anyways, so, go ahead. You know, so. <laughs> You know, the point of this and ending the show out, the point of this is that be careful. Be careful. Wise as serpents, gentle as doves. Okay, that means you're supposed to be smart, but move with with with, with dove-like mentality, soft and gentle. No compromise, balance it out. Not every Christian believes the same thing or runs the same circle. You have to understand that. Okay? We here at the house party, can you hear me now, limited series, but usually house party, 5OST boys, we believe in supernatural occurrences. We believe in God doing what God does. These things happen, signs and wonders, miracles and signs and all these things, okay? That's what you're listening to. You're listening to us who believe in that. So. Amen. I encourage you guys to call us, even if we're off the air. Call us. What's the number, NoFlow? 833-586-6218. Okay. UMOLV.com. Okay. Amplitude, 21.8. So go to our website, UMOLV.com. The number is there. Hit three. That's prayer request testimony line. Let us know. Talk to us. Leave a message for us. We will address it. Okay? We're here for you. We love you. We love every listener we have. I don't care what part of the world you're in, day or night, it does not matter. We love you, whether you're listening to us on Wednesday Live right now, or you're listening on a Friday or Monday when we have our encore. Either way, if you're listening to us on demand, on Spotify, or any of those lines, we love you. We love the fact that you push play and you listen to us, rattle your ear off for two hours. It's a good thing. Let us know. Be a part of us. Do our Do your thing. And we want to say to you out there right now, I know that we've just got about another minute or so. Listen, Jesus is real. He loves you. And he wants you to have a relationship with him, no matter where you are in life at this moment right now. Whether you're down in the dumps, whether you're, whether you're up high, or whether you're in the middle there just trying to figure everything out, Jesus loves you. And he died for you. And he rose from the grave for you there. 
and he wants you to have a relationship with him. He's done everything possible. He's put every roadblock in your life to go ahead and bring him into bring you into a relationship with him. He's knocking on the door of your heart. Open your heart to him today. Listen to him. Hear him. Let him guide you. Let him heal you. Let him take you up and wrap you in his arms and love on you. And let him let him demonstrate his pure compassion for you. Say, Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I receive you now. Come into my life as my Lord and my Savior. Forgive me for my sins. Wash me clean. Make me whole again. I want to live for you, Jesus. And I love you, Jesus. And I receive you now in my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that, what Buffalo just said, umolv.com. Call our number. Email us. Let us know you did. We will definitely pray for you. And wherever you may be in this nation or whatever, we will do our best to direct you to the best place to go to enhance and grow your Christianity. Amen. Amen. We love you. Anything you want to end with? Jesus is Lord. Acknowledge me. In this case, I'm going to have to say acknowledge him. Acknowledge the Holy Spirit. And like I always say after every show, Pentecost. Because he paid it at At all cost. Now check it out. Tune in Friday or Monday. We're going to be our encore. Next week is going to be super special. Not going to say what's going to happen, but it's going to be super special. And those who have listened to us for many years are going to love it. And I don't even know. I don't exactly. even know what's going You're not on next know. week. Much love to you guys. God bless you. We'll see you next week. Love you guys. Come on.